Welcome to the Overnight Ramblings, where we delve into contemporary topics, current events, and noteworthy news. Join our host, Seth Melendez, as he brings a fresh perspective to the world around us. Get ready for engaging and thought-provoking discussions on a range of subjects. You won't want to miss a single episode. So tune in and join the conversation with the Overnight Ramblings. Welcome to the Overnight Ramblings. I'm your host, Seth Melendez, where we delve into contemporary topics, current events, and noteworthy news. Today, we're tackling a topic that affects women around the world. Safety in public spaces. Women deserve to feel safe and secure wherever they go. But the reality is that many face harassment, violence in public areas. It's a complex issue that requires a multifaceted approach. And we're here to unpack it all for you. We're going to delve into some information that it's been a lot in the news lately of women being aware and noticing that people are following them. People are now, you know, trying to grab them. Noticed a lot of things with kids being grabbed. And so we wanted to talk about not just women, but, you know, uh, kids also is part of that list. Uh, I know women are more than likely to face a lot of the violence that are going on and the abductions and things like that. Uh, but kids are, and let me rephrase that, kids and women are the large portion that are going to get grabbed. And I don't know the statistic yet of whether it's more kids than women in general, but there may be some correlation and overlap between the two groups um, in a sense that young women... And in things like that versus young boys. And we know that young men aren't getting grabbed as much, meaning once they hit a certain age. But uh, I would definitely like to discuss those things uh, going forward. Um, and I'll probably reach out to some people after this and maybe do a, a part two or or another podcast on this to to really delve into these numbers. Uh, let's look. You know, so the current state of women in public safety, and this is according to a couple of different sources. According to a recent report, one in three women globally have experienced physical or sexual violence and nearly seven in 10 have experienced street harassment. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's ridiculous and it needs to change. Um, you know, women and girls are vulnerable to abduction in public spaces uh, and private spaces because now we're seeing it in supermarkets. We're seeing it in malls where people are literally targeting and following women uh, into apartment buildings. They are tracking them to homes. Uh, I was just looking at a video of one girl. She was actually tracked home, followed. All, the guy actually followed her. She closed the door and he and with, thought that she, you know, People, people sometimes walk into the house and don't lock their doors. He literally was within steps behind her and tried to walk into the house. Uh, and I saw that video. And then there's a video of a girl who pulled into her driveway, car following her. And just as she pulled in, a guy pulled up. He opened his door to get out and then saw her father, happened to see her father kneeling down by another car. Had he not saw the father, he looked like he was going to get out. Because when... The, the video clearly shows you couldn't see the father from the street. He was on the opposite side of the vehicle working on. So he saw his daughter. He stood up to greet his daughter just as the guy pulled up and his door opened. Then the guy started talking about, oh, are you selling that Honda or whatever vehicle was? It was a lie. Um, but you could clearly see there was something wrong about it because she was nervous the minute it happened. And so I don't know if they filed anything, but I'm pretty sure a lot of women get into situations and I've been told by my sister and other women 
worked with a lot of women in, in my previous life, uh, in clubs, strip clubs, and other places, and a lot of women, and it's not just these circumstances where women feel vulnerable, meaning leaving from these these places or coming from work. It's not because the nature of their work. In general, they've talked about being in malls, being in professional circumstances, being on a train, um, <clears throat> on a bus, anywhere, being in college where they feel weird. And a lot of times they don't report these. So a lot of the information is underreported where all of a sudden, you know, you happen to go somewhere, someone's following you, you feel they're following you. Then out of nowhere, some guy pops up and the guy starts asking questions about, oh, uh, where's the room, whatever, or where's the office room? And they just pretend and get out of there because now there's a guy there. They're just not going to deal. They're out. So there's been a lot of saying to me, if it feels bad, go with your feelings, go with your instincts. <clears throat> um, recently, there was a woman, I can't remember the location, but I know she was in a Walmart. And she felt weird because a guy kept following her. Then it turns out there were two guys following her. She started walking around. And when she realized there was one guy, and as she was leaving, she getting ready to leave, she recognized there were two of them. And so she went to <coughs> the, uh, the, rep, the, the customer service, and they were escorting her out. When they were escorting her out, she realized that there was a vehicle waiting. <coughs> so that tells me there's three of them. Two following her and the third in the vehicle. So she started taking pictures of everyone, which ultimately led to arrest. So she didn't know. She felt bad. She didn't say, okay, I'm just going to let it go. But she actually took pictures. Um, and I guess <clears throat> some officer or detective somewhere decided, let me look into this. It could be nothing, most likely nothing, but it may be something. <clears throat> Her investigation ultimately led to arrest. Uh, pertaining to uh, trafficking women, prostitution, abduction, things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's one way to make sure, you know, if there's ever an incident, you can surreptitiously hide it, whatever, take a picture. You could always delete the picture, but you can't go back <clears throat> if for a license plate or something like that. Remember it, write it down, take a picture, whatever it is. You know, even, you know, just turn on your, your video camera and just say the numbers. You may not get a good uh, picture of it or video of it, but at least if you say it, <clears throat> it can be tracked down later or you can tell someone. Um, it may go nowhere, but there's a chance that it could. And this is why I tell people a lot of these things go around reported. And if <clears throat> it happens to two or more women in the area, now the cops may be interested in investigating. We say, and I'm looking at more statistics here, estimated 800,000 children reported missing each year. And about one in six of these cases involved abduction by strangers. So, the <clears throat> uh, United Nations reports globally, women and girls are higher risk at a higher risk of abduction for human traffic purposes. So, I guess that answers my question. My point, uh, you know, they have a lot of information on women being abducted, but a lot of that is also uh, intimate partners, a large chunk of that. I think uh, World Health Organization, the world. World Health Organization reports one in three women globally have experienced physical or sexual violence, most often from an intimate partner. Um, they also talk about National Domestic Violence Outline reports that on, on average 24 people per minute are victims of rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner. So we're not just talking about the dude that is unknown to you. Just want to make sure we understand that.
you know, most kids abducted are that are abducted are abducted by somebody they know. Um, so we have to also be careful with that. A lot of this is to the information is to make you aware. I've, I how many times I saw a prank video where a girl was walking by and she couldn't hear anything. She had both her. Um, this was a girl probably in her twenties, and she had headphones on, and she couldn't hear what was going on. And that scares the hell out of me when I see a woman do that. You're walking the streets with headphones on like that. That that's just bewildering to me. That you have both your ears covered up. You can't hear anything. You're lost in whatever world you're on. You lost. You have no awareness of your surrounding. You can't hear anybody come up on you. Um, you have that. Just to me, is crazy. Uh, for years, I worked in the security business. For years, I did a, a lot of regular secure club security, high-profile type stuff at concerts. Did bodyguard work, and we were always taught. A lot of us was taught to. We work with one ear in. Meaning one ear with it's your work ears, the ear that you're listening to on your radio, and the other ear is for your surroundings. You listen for the change in timber of the surrounding voices, the in the crowds, the people, things like that, for screams. Um, yeah, you'll hear screams like you know a, a, a celebrity gets on stage, you'll hear women scream. But there's a different tone and timber of the scream when they're screaming for an emergency. It's almost like people who have kids. You know, the kids run around scream all day. But the minute they scream because someone's in pain, something hurt, something's wrong, you know the difference. And I think that's uh, one of the things I think, especially in cities, I think a lot of women in city cities learn quickly to understand the surroundings. But even then, I guess it must be a time, the day at the times, a sign at the times or something, because I see women in major cities like New York. Uh, I've been in California. I've been to other places where they're just not being aware of their surroundings. Um, and that, to me, is crazy. And when you're with kids, that just, that just to me, that's insane. Because um, if you have an ex-husband, crazy ex-boyfriend, some guy that just happened to like you. We were just watching a program, one of those uh, murder mystery, crime drama, uh, murder mayhem, as me and my wife call it, um, where some guy met a woman, just met her in some, who knows what setting, I remember the setting. But it was a benign setting, met her, and fell madly in love with her, stalked her, and then killed her. So, and I'm not trying to, you know, be the, you know, the bear of bad news and make everybody scared of the boogeyman. I just want people to understand that uh, there's a lot of mental issues going on lately, and a lot of unresolved mental issues. (laughs) And so we have to be ready for that, whether it's the ex-boyfriend, whether it's the ex-husband, and we can flip it, you know, it could be the ex-girlfriend, whatever. Um, we have to be careful. Kids are being abducted by their, 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 their parents, grandparents, things like that, uncles. Uh, so we just have to be careful of those things. Um, it's, a, a, it's important to understand the, the, the true extent of the prime, of the problem. Uh, they go unreported. A lot of these incidents go unreported. The attempt at you at work or wherever it is sometimes you're like ah, am i crazy i don't think that just happened maybe maybe that guy just followed me and i'm just being you know maybe he was lost or you know whatever the case may be um i always tell people i'd rather be the most annoying person to the police than anyone what are they gonna do you know what i mean so uh, a lot of them just need to be addressed um because if there are 20 attempts and one abduction or one rape and the cops only know about three they 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 may not be able to form 
any type of knowledge to be able to find this person. But if you give them 20 incidences, just crazy incidences, you know, because they'll look into them. When If something big happens, they'll look. They look back at old reports, you know, at least the smart ones do. And they will look through and they'll find the 20 and maybe they'll find a camera somewhere. Maybe they'll find a license plate. You know, maybe they, they, they can find a lot of things. But if you're not reporting it, I don't care how stupid you think it sounds. I'd say report it. You know, it just becomes easier to me uh, if more people report it. And if, they're f if it's a false reporting, it's a false reporting. Meaning, well, it's not false, meaning it, it's you have no other. There's no real deep information. They don't have enough detail to go on anything. Um, okay, so they, it just goes away. It just sits there in some file and doesn't hurt anybody. However, if they're grouping together, you know, they found the son of Sam because they went over old tickets in an area. Somebody had the bright idea to say, hey, let's look at tickets in the area of the crime. And that's how they found him. His vehicles were ticket. His vehicle was ticketed. And, and, and a few incidences where the murders happened, his vehicle was ticketed nearby. So that's all I'm saying is be aware of your surroundings, be cognizant if there's an incident, um, and, and start taking safe uh, preventative measures. Don't walk around with your headphones on, like both of them. If you got, put one on, or I, every time I see, I see guys with it on, it, it just drives me insane. I can't, I don't know how people do it. I can't do it. I'm in the car and I still have to have only one on. <laughs> I think the only time I ever have two on is when I'm home. Two headsets, you know, two of the, the headsets on and my ear or over my ear or anything like that. I can't. It just, it just drives me insane when I see it. There are some steps you can take to minimize the risk you face. Personal safety tips, such as wear your surroundings, what we just talked about, carrying safety uh, defense tools, and we can go into the whole Second Amendment thing. Some states have it, some states don't. Whatever state that is and whatever training you can get, that's great. Uh, the biggest issue um, I will always say about carrying a weapon is nine out of ten times, it's not where you need it when, it when the time goes down. Most women have a bag, a purse somewhere, and the purse is usually within three feet of them. Something goes down, it's three feet away. And the worst thing you want to do is go in and grab a gun when there's a guy within two feet of you uh, that can most likely take it away from you. Um, even Ronda Rousey would have a problem trying to hold on to that weapon. Uh, so you have to be cognizant of that type of situation with weapons. There's a lot of statistics on weapons being taken from people and being used against them, men and women, um, because you don't know when to take it out, when's the right time, what to do. There's a lot of training that goes involved in that. So we're going to move off of that, and we're going to move to other things that are more uh, immediate and things that you can do that, you know, they are audible sirens that bring a lot of attention. A lot of these guys don't want attention wherever they're at. There's audible, like, ring. Uh, they go onto your, your, car ring, your car keys. The car key rings. Your house rings. And that's the other thing. Um, my wife, I put on, I remember I bought, and I put it on the dog leash. There's a pepper spray on the dog leash. So the minute she grabs a dog leash, it's already on there. She has a glass break, which is good for self-defense in the sense that if you're in a car, you can get out. Uh, it's on her keys. Um, but a lot of times, women will take the keys and throw them in a the bag, and it usually falls on the bottom of the bag. Um, I always recommend 
Um, they have the little wristbands, the little wrist things that they have, little um, little curly cues. I can't think of the names. Sometimes they're plastic. Sometimes they're material. You find them on Etsy and all over Amazon. But they're wristbands that you can attach things to. I always try to tell uh, you should attach a glass break and some type of of, of uh, self-defense to it. They have um, a pepper spray and a taser and stuff like that. But once again, tasers depends on your state, your laws, and your, and your, and your municipality. So be careful with that. But pepper spray and tasers, they have. Um, one thing about, you have to remember, pepper spray can spray back at you depending on the wind. Can't get in your eyes. Um, some people are crazy enough where if you spray them in the eyes, they still keep coming. Like it won't affect them as much, as quickly as you needed to. They could still see and they can still attack. Uh, some people, you may not get them in the eyes. You know, with the, some of the masks and things that they're wearing, uh, they could be protected. I saw a guy, he had sunglasses on. Someone sprayed him in the face. <coughs> it didn't hit him in the eyes. He turned around and walked away. And then what was on his face basically started, uh, the fumes started rising to his eyes and then it affected him. But initially he wasn't affected by the spray so had he wanted to he could have continued to come forward and attack and hurt whoever the guy was that sprayed him he could have done that but he he turned away and walked away because obviously the effect of that and everything he kind of like oh whoa, 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 hold on and so he turned around and walked away um so the object is these are things that you want to use when it's last resort someone's too close not listening you need to get the hell out of dodge um, and you want to put some separation between you and them. Um, so taser up close and personal means you got to touch them. You know, uh, pepper spray is going to probably be within 30 feet to be effective. Most likely within 10 feet to do any, um, well, it's actually probably 10 feet to be effective. 30 feet, you can get them because they have some of them that are really good. And those are usually big ones. The small ones are probably under 10 feet. Uh, to be effective and probably really effective somewhere between three to five feet where you can get them in the eyes spray them and you'll get a couple of shots and you'll be able to get out of there the biggest thing is you want to get some space between you and them you know some type of audible alarm they have them for keychains they have them for the wrist chains i don't know what they call them i can find and uh you can put them on your wrist and not be at the bottom of the bag like i said i put them on my wife's on the leash, the dog leash, she has some on her keychain. But then I also think the next step is put something on the wrist that you can walk around that has your keys, things like that, in your hand. Because one of the biggest things for preventing is you go to a parking lot, wherever it is, inside, outside, or on the street. And one of the first thing women start doing is fumbling through their bag, looking for their keys. <laughs> you are now target. You are now unaware. You're not paying attention. You can get run up on, carjacked, grabbed, whatever it is they want to do. Um, you know, your best bet, have your keys ready. The minute you get to the car, jump in the car, close the doors, turn on the car, and go. Don't start looking at what you bought to eat. Don't look at the bags you bought to close. Just put everything in, jump in, close the doors, turn the key on, and go. <laughs> um, you can go somewhere else, home or wherever else, but... You just want to not give them anyone time to run up on you. Um, that's just my idea of protection. 
there are apps out there that are panic alarms that will send out audible you know signals through your phone but those things aren't loud enough to really radiate anywhere um and then they also send a signal they send a text or some type of alert to friends and family that's great um i just it's like calling the police they'll get there you know what seconds matter they come in minutes you know um you're gonna send your husband something a text and what if he's in the middle of a meeting or on a call and he's not paying attention to that then what or you send it to your mother and she's in the middle of showering then what you know um my thing is those things are great for abduction in a sense there's a record now there's a actually that has a gps location those are things in case something goes wrong uh that there's a record now of where you were you know what direction you may have gone in things like that uh i'm still trying to make sure that you're alive not past tense or you know we need to find them now there's a search for you that's what i'm talking about uh the biggest thing is the preventative stuff so that you won't get grabbed and need those type of things um so I know that there are a ton of those apps uh, to, to, to prevent it also, you know it, it gives out your location some of them will have an alarm some of them will turn on a, a video camera so that you can point it and then it'll send it off site somewhere those are great you know taking pictures and things like that that's, that's another thing uh, but once again you'll have to have it in your hands if it's in a bag it doesn't help you you know, you come, you, you went shopping, you have both your hands filled, and you get to a car. If you have a pepper spray or a taser or even a weapon, if it's in the bag, it helps you not. Because now you have to reach in the bag or the side of the bag, wherever the gun may be or these thing, items are. You know, a lot of guys that carry weapons usually carry on them because of those things. Mm-hmm. And even then, if somebody runs up on you, it's hard to get out in time. So you have to think of those things. Uh, so one of the things, this reason why I say to carry those, they have them, the small mini pepper sprays, tasers, or, you know, and I have the glass break for women uh, who get into vehicles or you get into Uber or a Lyft and you're in the back seat and they don't want to open the door. You can always break the window um, to get out. And so, which has happened to people, they couldn't get out. Um, there was a particular woman that had happened to a while back where it wasn't even an Uber. The guy pretended, she got in the back. Turns out he wasn't, she couldn't get out. She fought, but she couldn't get out. <clears throat> Had she been able to break the glass, then she could have gotten out, jumped out somewhere. It would have been better for her to not go wherever the hell he took her to. <clears throat> you know, so we also, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a bad spot. I've seen people park in places that I would never park. And I'm a big dude. You know what I mean? I'm six feet, over 300 pounds. I'm a big dude. And I wouldn't park in certain locations because tactically it gives me no advantage to be there. Too far away from people. If something goes down, there's no one around to help. No one around to alert. You're in a dark area. Um, you know, anyone who, no one would hear anything. If you got into a fight and started tussling on the floor, most people wouldn't even notice it. If they're in a parking lot and you're on the other end of the parking lot, and you're standing, they're standing there going to their vehicle. If you're on the ground fighting 20, 30 feet away, they're not going to hear any of that, you know? And so, and also one tip, if you start yelling, yell fire. Don't yell police. There's a, years ago, I heard a psychological report 
on people who hear fire versus uh, police. People, when they hear police, please help, they go, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to be involved. If you yell fire, they start looking around. Oh, my car's on fire. The building's on fire. They think psychologically different when you yell fire versus when you yell police. So yell fire. Plus, you got, you know, about eight guys with axes and a bunch of other stuff showing up versus two cops. And then the cops will come anyway when you call and they call fire. So you're backed up anyway. Um, and that's one of the tips I always tell women. Yell fire. You yell fire. If you're in the street, a bunch of people think it might be their house on fire. They're calling the fire department. You yell police and think that people in New York City and other places, big cities, there's been episodes where a young woman is yelling, help, help, help. Please help, help, help. And people have not responded. So it's happened in the past. So one of the things, yell fire, 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 help, fire. And you'll get, you're going to get a response. Um, don't be in isolated locations. Back back to what I was saying. Don't put your car all the way on the other end because, oh, I don't want everybody dinging it, denting it. Because you have to walk all the way over there later. And you may walk over there and it may be a little dark out. It may be overcast. Uh, there may be a lot of reasons why... This, the environment changed from the time you left. And so you want to account for that and be aware of your surroundings. Be in well-lit areas. Make sure that where you park, you know, it, it's somewhere near cameras. Like the malls have cameras. They're, you know, if you're in a supermarket, there's usually cameras nearby. Try to place yourself where there are cameras. And you know that... Um, they're monitored, you know, in most places they're not actively monitored, like most of these mall security and supermarket security. So, you know, they may not be a lot of of that around, like where you, the, the people are not actively watching. So just be aware of that, that if you're yelling and waving at a camera, somebody is not going to come out. <laughs> so try not to be alone, be with friends, family, or if you see groups of people, you know, just try to stay with those groups. You know, in parking lots, um, I always tell people, you know, you park where there are other, you know, people you like you see families. Usually if you see a family and there's multiple vans and four by four, they're usually going to be people coming in and out large groups. Um, so that's good for you. Be with that so that, you know, they're coming in and out and they're going to be parking in those areas. Um, so back to the te the technology, there are some technology that can help you. Um one thing I do want to point out, and this is a this is something to protect you beforehand, because like I said, we talk about stalking, whether it's somebody you don't know, whether it's an ex-husband, boyfriend. Uh, one of the big things I've been hearing a lot lately are the air tags, the Apple air tags. They're they're good, and then they can be used for bad, in the sense that you put them in a bag, you put them in a suitcase, backpack. You go to the gym, somebody takes it, you can track it. Put in a laptop bag, it starts moving, you can track it. Problem is, is those things can now be put into your car. They can be slipped into your pocket, your purse. Uh, they can be slipped into a lot of places you don't know about. And they can, be, they can track you now. If you happen to have one of the iPhones, you will get an alert after a while that there's an AirTag in, in the vicinity. If you have an Android, I would suggest download the AirTag app so that if there's an AirTag close by you, you'll get the same alert. I think the Android app costs like $4. It's probably worth it. Whatever the price is, it's probably worth it. Um, so that 
you know if there's an air tag in the vicinity because if there is one in the vicinity for too long of a period of time it will alert you and then now then you can find it and figure out people have found them in gas caps inside underneath in, in the wheel wells of their cars where this woman found it in her purse looked it was in one of the hidden pockets that she had one of the little pockets that she never used she found one there people have found them in weird places um uh within their cars or their coats or wherever else one woman found one in her sneaker or her shoe it was actually pushed into a shoe so the only place she said that they could have did it they could have done the actual uh placing of the air tag in her shoe was when she was in the gym because the only time she took off a shoe because then she put on sneakers and so she put it in a, in a locker and then when she came back and redressed herself she put on the shoes so that's the only time she didn't have those shoes on so then somebody there was putting these things in women's shoes so they actually dug out a little hole or whatever it is underneath the uh the padding of the shoe and put a air tag in there and then re-glued it or whatever they did to it and sealed it so that and then she never noticed it until mm -hmm. she got an alert or her husband got an alert that there was an air tag nearby mm -hmm. and they started searching and they found it in her shoe mm -hmm. so there are ones that will send out so back to the personal safety do so if you're ever abducted they are uh or for kids these are good for kids also and if you have kids that you know, are good with technology or have you give young kids phones or things like that there are um and i know there are a bunch of products out that you can add to kids uh clothing they're wearable or you could put it on them as a bracelet or a watch there are little things that you give them that you can put on them that track them and keep you can get information and updates so if they go to the park mm -hmm. or they go somewhere and they separate from you you know you can what you can figure out where they're at um or if somebody grabs them you can you can track it i know there are a bunch of different products out there but uh, one of them the smartphone apps is be safe watch over me and safe track uh, allows you to to send out quick safety alerts uh, share your location with trusted contacts. That's something, you know, if you have a teen or, you know, a wife can do that. Hey, babe, I'm heading over to the store and they can start sharing through this app and things like that. And he can be, oh, he can now be weary, uh, aware of where you're going and what's going on. Um, there, Be Safe has also a wearable device. Uh, uh, Revelar has Revelar Instinct. Is another wearable device. Uh, they could be triggered. Uh, you can trigger an alarm with them. Um, you can. It also, you know, you have send alerts to designated contacts in case of emergency. Um, in the home, one of the biggest things I always tell people, and I talked about some of the technology in my, one of my last podcasts about safety at home, is the cameras. Um, you have the Nest. You have the uh, Arlos. You have the Ring. The more the merrier. Um, understand that. At a little distance, you're not going to get the clarity that you want to get plates and things like that. But at least it's something to uh, have a record of of vehicles that are passing through an area or vehicles that are following people, um, things like that. Uh, if something goes down to your neighbor or to someone else, at least you can uh, now have a record to provide police. And uh, something's mm -hmm. someone is abducted, these things can help. They have been instrumental of late in not only this country and other countries of having cops be 
able to track down these situa these people in these situations real quick. They've rescued, I know of, they rescued a little girl about three weeks ago. I don't remember the state or the city, but they rescued her and it was because of some type of uh, locate my phone app on the, uh, the uh, iPhone. So that's how they were able to, she had one on her. And the father was able to do do and the cops took the phone and jumped in the car and basically tracked her down immediately. They were able to rescue her. Um, so those are the type of things that you want to be careful. Uh, but never rely on them 100%. You know, because the day you say, well, there's a camera. Also, there's cameras in cars. You also want, I have a camera in my car. You know, they, um, they have ones for rear, uh, the rear drive, you know, rear parking. They have ones that you know, forward, face forward. We have one in the car. If there's if the car gets hit, it automatically records. Uh, some of them will automatically record the minute you start moving. Um, so there's different measures. I would say check them out, test them out, see which ones you like, but also have a uh, a camera in the car. Um, but ultimately, you know, we want to create a safer society for women and kids. Um, obviously, men too. I don't know, I'm not going to be. <laughs> obviously, you know, men can be robbed and abducted. Uh, more so, men are going to be robbed and carjacked, things like that. And it astonishes me as many men that walk around with two headphones in their ear. Because of that, uh, that just astonishes me. But uh, we want to make sure, you know, that people are safe in general. Uh, the women and children, specifically. Um, we want to make sure that you understand where you are, where you're going, and what you're doing. And be cognizant the message you send. If you're not paying attention to things, you're listening, you're talking on the phone. Never, it amazes me, and it it always bewilders me where I walk and see. I'll see a woman on the phone. She has no idea what's going on her around her. She's chit chatting away with whoever she's chit chatting with, and she's going through small shopping wherever it is, and she just has no self awareness of her surroundings. And then she's going to leave that place, go to her car, and continue the conversation. And have no idea who's following her, what's going on. Whether they want to rob her, they want to carjack her, they want to abduct her. She's left the door wide open for any of that. They jump in, some people jump in the car, they sit in there chit-chatting still, they never close the door, they're sitting there looking through their purse, you know, because now they don't have the keys already avail readily available. They got to find it, it's on the bag of that, you know, Grand Canyon of a purse, you know, even this, it just disappears to the bottom somewhere and you can't find it. And so those are the type of things that you're, you're just not aware. And I keep, I'm going to keep harping on self-awareness and uh, awareness of your surroundings. And so those are the type of things that I just want to make sure you keep in mind when you move through, you know, the cities. And remember, this is happening. It's not just cities. A lot of this is happening in the suburbs too. So do not drop your guard in the suburbs. It's happening across the board, across the United States and the world. And the more we notice people are being abducted and there are teams of them. Because you're hearing it more and more on social media. Women was like, hey, I just got accosted by some guy in a bathroom. And when I went outside, he jumped in a car and there was another guy with him and they jumped in the car and they drove away. So if there were two guys, and they jumped in the car and they drove away, then it means it's a third guy. So those are the type of things you, you definitely are. Some kid was abducted and there was a woman driving. So don't fall for the stereotype that if it's a woman, you know, you, you they're not going to be part of that. Um, just be aware. Um, 
just stay safe out there. Uh, thank you very much for your time. That's all for this episode of the Overnight Ramblings. Join us next time as we continue to explore the world around us and delve into the most interesting and important topic of the day. Until then, God bless, stay safe, and keep on rambling. Thank you for tuning in to the Overnight Ramblings. We hope you enjoyed the discussion on contemporary topics, current events, and noteworthy news. Be sure to join us for our next episode, where we will continue to bring you fresh perspectives and engaging discussions. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcasting app to stay up to date on all things The Overnight Ramblings. Until next time, stay informed and stay engaged with The Overnight Ramblings.